Hello and welcome back once again to the Challengers Redditors React podcast. It's 11, it's episode 13 of Ride or Dies, which means you're showing fantastic devote Owen to the pod. I am ah. and with me today is the Sean Lineker to my Levi, the Nicole Bass impersonation to my <laughs> Levi, the George to my Levi, the classic to my George. It is, of course, George. George, hello. <laughs> that was exceptional. Please carry on. <laughs> um, I've got, I just I just enjoy the, those intros every time. Um, but our podcast, of course, wouldn't be complete without our Americans. And this week, we're lucky to have them both with, with us, even. First of all, it's the one and only Brian. Brian, hello. Hello. How are we doing today, everyone? Good? Yeah. How are you? I'm great. I'm technically about to be on vacation. I'm actually technically on vacation, headed to uh, sunny Los Angeles, California for the weekend. Nice. Yeah. I'm trying to break it big in the acting business. I'm just kidding. I'm visiting family. <laughs> I really believed that, though. <laughs> I'm like, that's why you got your haircut for your audition. <laughs> right, my audition is henchman number four. Yeah, American History X remake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm. Oh, I was. Yep. I, you know what? I'm. Let's move on. I'm leaving that one all, all sorts of alone. And last but not least, you've already heard her. She's the lady that keeps us all classy. It is, of course, Lauren. Hello, Lauren. Hello. I am doing well this week back in Colorado. I am ready to uh, do it for Nelly. Excellent. Do we do it for <laughs> Nelly T? Everyone's doing it for Nelly T this week. Everyone. And that is brilliant because we can get straight on um, into the return to the house. And everyone congratulates Fessy on his victory. Uh, he hopes that everyone on the other team is done targeting him because they've taken their shot and they've failed. Uh, Fessy wants everyone to take out Bananas because he is a seven times champion, as he reminds us. And then Fessy apologises to Olivia for taking out Nelly T. But you know what, Fessy? There's no... Where's my apology? I want my goddamn apology. It took me a week to get over the emotional damage of losing Nelly T last week. Um, I only got around to watching, listening to last week's pod yesterday because I still wasn't over it, guys. Uh, so what do that we makes think? Sense. What are we thinking of this start? Um, does 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 Faisal need to apologise? Does anyone he does. think he's potentially going to bang Olivia? <laughs> oh my gosh, good call. I did not think that, but um, yeah. Um, I'm really good at internet researching. I can probably find his num- number and then I think we should uh, place a call to him next week for an apology. <laughs> can we, can we Actually, wait. At Fessy Fitness and ask him. <laughs> yeah, you can just do that too. Okay, I'm um, old school. I like the phone. <laughs> I, uh, I think you mean, Lauren. I personally don't think he needs to apologize simply because I'm pretty sure Olivia's psyched that Nelson's gone. <laughs> I think she was getting a little, uh, you know, don't let the goo goo dolls fool you. I think she was a little tired of that. I think she was ready to move on. She was like, I don't, I'm sick of explaining things, everything twice, I think, is her mindset. One of my uh, favourite moments of this episode also popped up because they showed a quick replay of uh, Fessy winning. Um, and in the background, you could just hear uh, Mariah shouting, that's my ride or die, like as if she did just send him in and they weren't going to spend the next hour and a half arguing. But, you know, that's fine. Just celebrate the, the win. 
Well, well, all right. Well, I guess we'll get there. I'll I'll let you I'll let <laughs> yeah. you guide this ship. Yeah. Speaking of which, Bananas wide special. <laughs> Uh, by t- by talking about the fact that his ride or die did send him in. Uh, Mariah and Fessy start an argument. She continues the defence that her team might have gone in and continues to use the rookie card. Are any of us buying any of this? Lauren? Well, I think Brian's friend was uh, making motions of exactly what I thought about it, is that Johnny is so good at stirring the pot, and this was a perfect example of him just being there in front of a camera and knowing exactly what to say to get a scene going. <laughs> And for that, I very much appreciate him. Fessy has to be careful, though, because he now knows that Mariah has six siblings who will come beat the shit out of him. He doesn't stay in line. (laughs) Um, That was really funny. I'm glad Bernard did that. It's been been a long long time since there's been some good old pot stirring. Yeah. This is uh... like Jen... This is genuine too. It like stems from the game, but I just also just say I I don't I I'm, I believe like I don't think Mariah has any idea what's going on. Like I think she's flying blind. I think she was like so afraid to tie it up, but now Fessy was like kind of like like neither of them are wrong. It's sort of an unsolvable problem that they're trying to solve. Like there's there, there's there's no right or wrong in this situation. Like well, she was gonna tie it up, and then people were just gonna change their votes. Like Fessy was going on going in no matter what, but he's like this. It's probably just really easy for him to bully Mariah too. He probably feels really comfortable with that. I don't know that she can play completely dumb because the fact that she knows when things get tied up sometimes crazy shit happens and TJ flips things on everyone when it's tied up suggests to me she's watched enough of the show to know that that happens. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Bananas coached her do not let this end in a tie. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but also, did you notice, speaking of bananas, did you notice there was a bowl of bananas right next to him while he was sitting there at the table? How poetic. I did not see that. First thing I know. And it's like, it's like they put the bananas on top of the fruit. Like they knew exactly what they were doing. And like, I guess technically they didn't tell him to go sit there, but like, I mean, come on, where else was, where else was he going to sit? That's the only place he was going to actually sit down was next to the bananas, you know? Very true. Hmm. Next up, Fessy talks to Jordan about the fact that he's not been a man of his word, even though that's what he preaches. And we pretty much all know where this is going because Tori is sat right there. Uh, Jordan admits that he decided to uh, go with spite when he uh, voted in Faisal. And then him and Tori begin to argue. Everyone looks really awkward and they're really fed up with them. And who can blame them, to be honest? Um, Olivia's awkward faces really steal the show. She looks more like Jim Halpert from the office um, than um, a challenger. Uh, and then Anissa says that if she's sick of them, then everyone else is too. And I think that pretty much sums it up perfectly. Yeah, and Devin, you caught Devin's face too then, I think. And it was just like blank. Like, he just looked like, God, somebody please bring me a draft beer. Like, I cannot. <laughs> that's what cool. I took out of. Yeah. yeah, that's what I took out of Devin. The other thing that I thought was interesting about this was that it started off with like Tori being upset about game to Jordan or him saying, Oh, this is just game. But then it turned into, Oh, well you hooked up with Norris. So it's like, uh, what's it really about? Is it really the game or is it really going back to uh, it's not fair. I don't want to see you hook up with somebody after you've been in bed with me, but yeah, clearly that's what we're debating every week. It is now the Tori and Jordan season. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, there's again, you know, the talk of spite was interesting because uh, Tory's been there a few weeks ago. I also wondered, do we think that Jordan is like he said that he was doing it out of spite, or do we think that like this was a, a happy accident, a really easy excuse, and a really easy out for him to be able to say send Faisal in last week? even though really it's all about actually him and Devin decided they were taking a shot at the best person. Both. I mean, there is such things as win-win-win situations, right? <laughs> yeah. If you, if you don't take them, you're an idiot. So yeah. like, if you remove everything else, Faisal going in was the right vote. Like, absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. But as a petty and vindictive person, the chance to piss someone off by also doing the right thing is really helpful. <laughs> I mean, all things equal, though, I think Johnny was probably the right vote, but Jordan and Devin are clearly working with him. Like, it just never was going to happen. Yeah. Just because, like, I don't know, if I'm Jordan, I'm more ner- I'd be more worried about facing Johnny in a final than Fessy. I don't know. I guess, I guess it doesn't really matter either way. But um, do we have question? Do we have Jersey Shore fans in the house? Oh, yes. One. Just the I one? I had a feeling that might be the answer, but yes, just the okay. one. George and Ryan, are you familiar with who Ronnie and Sam are? I'm afraid that this entire reference is going to go over my head. No. <laughs> okay, so Ronnie and Sam were two of the roommates in Jersey Shore, and they met season one. Like, So if you can picture the worst possible relationship on both sides, okay? Minus like actual violence. But definitely oh. mental violence and emotional violence. Okay, so they that's them. They were, they were, it, number one, it was like, it was a, that show, unbelievable stuff. But their relationship was like incredible television in all of the worst ways. Like it wouldn't happen now. So they would fight a lot. And then they went to Miami for season two, broken up. They got back together. They broke up. They fought a lot more, right? And not only did they fight, Ronnie was sort of like a new Hawkeye in this way. Like he led to a lot of fights um, that had to do with his relationship, you know? And so basically they like, they ruined everything in the house. So by season three, they were getting so bad. Like Ronnie was like picking up her bed while she was on it. And she basically like surfed on her own bed, almost off the balcony. Incredible shit. But in... There were scenes where the other roommates would just sit in the living room staring at each other being like, and I'm pretty sure Vinny at one point says like, this is hell or something like that. That's what this reminded me of. Lauren, you'll get what I'm talking about, right? Oh, Season yeah. Three, I mean, when I definitely. saw like Devin sitting there and Olivia just sitting there listening to it, they're so sick of this shit. Those two need to get away from each other so bad. Like, it's so bad. I don't think there's right or wrong with any of it. It's just they're they're at the point where they're just going to start picking at each other. They're going to start sniping them. Like Tori was like, okay, Jordan, I'm going to need you to actually listen for a second. I'm just like, I don't like my skin's crawling. It's just like you two are not meant to be around each other at this moment in time, you know? I think that was a But I have a, wait, I have an important question. Okay, so Brian, who is like the Snooky of the challenge? Then, if we're talking about the well, Snooky of the challenge, is Nani probably? Unfortunately, whose name I do know from Jersey Shore. So <laughs> just attitude, like Nani probably has said, "Parties here," you know. Before we walked into her room and said, "Parties here," before you know, a little insecure, <laughs> shorter, but like feisty. 
I also just came up with one theory in like the last five seconds is that bananas writing the letters in vendettas. I'm going to go on record and say that he stole that idea from mm. Snooki. Snooki and, and Jay wrote a note to said Ronnie and Sam about Ronnie. Uh, I don't know. Getting uh, about it in a bar. <laughs> Man, George and Ryan think we sound like morons right now, but yeah. I, I know I, exactly. Unfortunately, I know, I know what the note is. It's like famous across reality TV. Oh, yeah, show right it's now. a great yeah. meme. <laughs> mm. um, God, I but, show so much. Ryan, you were very polite there not to move them on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is the problem. I'm not, I've, Levi would have done, I say that, after last week's uh, conversation of madness, where Levi didn't move you all on, maybe not. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, Levi's a Jersey Shore fan, so he would have been right with it. Yeah, he okay. was my he was my target audience. Damn it! So quickly though, how do you want us? So we need we need payoff for Tori and Jordan, right? Hmm. What do you what do we think and what do we want? Do we get one of them voting the other into elimination and then them going home because that's one way it could end? Do we get them having to begrudgingly be partners in the final? That'd be great, actually. Um, and then one of them steals the money from the other. Fuck. <laughs> and uh, or does it just carry on being a cycle of ever perpetuating bitchiness? I mean, what oh, I I- is that there'd be a hall brawl between the two of them? <laughs> um, but what I think will probably happen is we'll get the nonsense psychodrama the entire series until until one of them does leave or whatever. I I what I want is what you said to them begrudgingly partnering up, even though that'd probably be an easy win for them. But uh, what I think we're getting, I think we're getting set up for a. Uh, multi-season storyline if they keep on getting cast together really okay yeah. interesting the best possible outcome as far as best story goes is tori and jordan both being in the final and tori winning and jordan like giving her like the ultimate respect as like a competitor and them them sort of leveling on that that's like the best like as far as like that's like the disney ending i guess um, but what would be the funniest in the world is if Tori hooks up with Horacio and then Horacio beats Jordan in some like drag him out elimination and then like Tori's like fake sad and like of course torn up about it that would be my favorite I think <laughs> I want them against each other in the final now actually Ryan you've picked my favorite that would be so tense just every seven but they sabotage each other so much that the other team wins <laughs> yeah i think if tori lost that i think i, I mean i don't know how it's going to go if it's partners obviously she's not going to lose to jordan and Anissa, but like i just think that would be her breaking point like i don't think we'd ever see her on the show again if that was the case i'd feel awful for her if she lost to jordan <laughs> yeah maybe actually that's the best story that's the most interesting <laughs> way that, that this goes just getting rid of tori through emotional damage Hey. <laughs> hey, it wouldn't be the challenge without a little bit of emotional damage sprinkled on top. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, at this point, uh, Tories ride or die, Devon says that goal was to weaken their team, and they have certainly done that. Uh, Mariah isn't sure if her ride or die has her back after she failed to tie up the last week. Uh, Tory says Faisal being back scares the opposition, and that but that she has now lost an ally with one eye on the fact that it is 
of course, a girls' elimination week. Olivia says that they have to work together and that Ride or Dies comes second, and they hands in for the heart and the soul of the challenge. It's, of course, Nellie T. And is Mariah, is Mariah really unsure if her rival boy has her back, or is she <laughs> fucking certain he doesn't have her back? Yeah, I mean, well, remember she cared for him, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes everything fine, Lauren. Yeah, what we've learned yeah. from a challenge is like, what well, that's my ride or die makes everything better. <laughs> that was a terrible Mariah impression, by the way. <laughs> no, you were right on there. I can tell exactly who. You do you were impersonating? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, Devin's right as well. They did weaken their team. I think because they don't know their rival dies are still there. I still don't get why. Hold why on, like hold Kenny. on. There's only one rider die there, and it's my man Kenny. <laughs> it is hanging out. What can we t- can we talk about this? I'm glad that you organically <laughs> brought up Kenny. What is he doing? <laughs> I was just thinking, can we get through a week without bringing up Kenny? No, no, no. Barely (laughs) talked about her episode when he was on the show, and now he's off the show. We can't stop talking about him. I I actually do. Let's go through this timeline. So, like, let's just say, let's just hypothetically say, I think we can all agree he's probably like at a hotel room somewhere, right? So. Here's how this goes. He gets eliminated. Then there's probably like three, four days until Norris gets eliminated. So he takes three, four days of doing. Does he get a book? Does he get to TV? What is he doing? Like, what are they? What are they allowing him to do? I'm. I I am. That's the only thing I care about in this the entire challenge. Because then Norris comes and like Norris and Kenny aren't gonna hang out. Like Kenny probably like tried hoping she'd say no and then narice was like made something up like oh i'm doing i'm filming something else for mtv i can't and then nelson gets eliminated so all of a sudden narice just isn't at the hotel anymore like kenny's like is she ignoring my calls is she gone like i I have no idea what the fuck's going on so he's just been sitting there for over a week just (laughs) sitting there like he just wants to go into his family and he's like just crushing movies on tnt like what is he doing he's in argentina like he's not like he's got like access to like cable news like I, what is he watching like what it's 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 actually like ruining the show because it's all i can think about is what the fuck <laughs> kenny is doing. i was gonna say i think we should call kenny after we call fessy and put this to like bed. is he at the reunion do we know do we know spoilers i doubt I, I haven't seen any What's I know what he's doing. He's been on the phone to Sean Ninicus since he went off discussing the challenge. <laughs> and you have Levi, Levi, if you're listening, DM Kenny from the channel, the, the podcast Instagram, be like, hey, I don't want to interview you for a podcast. I just have one question. What were you doing? What the hell were you doing for two where weeks? Have you, where were you? What were you doing? What filled up your time? Did he like I'm, learn I'm, skill? Like, did he get Duolingo? Like, does he know how to speak like French really well now? You know what I mean? Like, I'm still anyways, on for my um, I'm still on for my theory of him just getting absolutely ripped. Just <laughs> jail workouts. See, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I'd love to see that. Yeah, but that that would ruin the surprise of when he comes back and like throws Fasty for a wall. 
Speaking of throwing through a wall, Jesus. <laughs> Amber calls her mum, sister and niece, and Chauncey joins in. Uh, she says that she's finally, she feels like she's with someone who has a back, and her mum brilliantly says, well, he fucking better. Um, <laughs> Nanny and Casey then sit on the steps talking about the last time they saw Nanny's mum when she met Casey. Uh, Casey reveals that it would have been Nanny's Nanny's mum's birthday. Uh, they send heart balloons into the sky. And will you stop fucking cutting onions? Because <laughs> uh, I was uh, in tears. Um, they're very, all very emotional, to be honest, guys. Oh, I, I got, I got, I got welled up for sure. Yeah, I'm like soft now. That's the thing. I'm like so. I get emotional about fucking everything. Like I cried at the Jackass movie. That's when I knew that I'm like I'm a softie. Like, I cry all the time now. It's crazy. And Nani and her mom, like, come on. I mean, you know, it was all very lovely, all very touching. Yeah, like, if you didn't cry, you you know, you got a heart of stone. Well, shit. Oh, I was just about to say, Lauren's now just Come on, Lauren, give me something. I mean, honestly, it was very lovely, like you said, but part of me was even thinking like, gosh, I feel like we've seen these scenes before a couple of times already this season. Sure. So I was kind of wondering why they put them in there again. But then that was kind of obvious as we kind of progressed through I mean, the episode. At this point, we were all thinking that it was going to be Nanny versus Amber in the uh, yeah, right? I wasn't sure. I mean, I thought so, but I was like, it's got to be something. Yeah. Why are they putting them in there again? I think for I yeah I try not to I I because that's usually so obvious I just try not to like think about it I've like trained myself to like trick my brain into not noticing it yeah yeah it's yeah. yeah, a good good it's a good tactic I am far too cynical for that um so <laughs> I spend the whole time going ah this means this um <laughs> anyway just now your edu- just your edgic analysis left right and center Ryan oh yeah I think that episode screwed me up to be honest. Um, <laughs> We head down to meet TJ for the latest challenge, and today we're going to be playing Blind Faith. Uh, the teams will be competing in four different events against each other and get to choose who's doing what, but they don't know what the challenges are going to be apart from a picture clue. First up is a target. Jordan is going to play for his team because he's pretty damn accurate about everything. Quote. Uh, and that including, means including it. accusations of who's terrorists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that means Fessy is going to go against him. And that is basically just due to his massive ego, which Amber correctly points out. So mm. competitors have to launch some launch ammo at some a target miles away from where they are using a catapult. You have to hit three targets, but there's a twist. Uh, if they miss, they have to drink some weird concoction, of which we have literally no idea what is in it because they never mention it. No one describes what it tastes like or or anything like that. So we have no idea. Um, TJ laughs hysterically at Fessy, uh, finding out that it's they, he's got to drink something, and Casey wants him to pull through, reminding of everyone of what happened in their final. Uh, both of them are terrible at launching the catapult early on, and we get what feels like hours of watching the two of them vomit the drink straight back up time and time and time again. Uh, Devin finally decides to be a spotter for Jordan and Jordan takes out a first target after 17 minutes. Fessy levels things up on 33 minutes, but Jordan goes back ahead and is, and hits his third and final target after 38 minutes. 
Fessy struggles so much from the drinking, and eventually Amber tells Jordan to Amber and Jordan, sorry, tell Devin to help Basil, and boom, he finally hits. Uh, Horacio doesn't think their team should help, but he finally gets the third target, and Mariah's team lead by 24 minutes and 58 seconds. So, first of all, guys, what do we think of the first challenge, and should they have helped the opposition, Lauren? Well, this uh, part of the challenge was my personal favorite, obviously. I mean, how can you look at, I mean, I thought TJ was going to like pee his pants. He was like laughing so hard. And like, I thought I saw him kind of like grasping down there. I was like, oh my God, he's laughing so hard. He's going to pee on TV. Um, My other favorite part was, I think bananas also was about to fall over um, laughing so hard he tried to stop him from laughing he was laughing so yeah so literally just watching those two uh made up my favorite part of this particular challenge but uh on helping fessy i mean i guess because it was so long they wanted to to move on that's uh some true blind faith i was actually surprised that i understand why he left it to the girls it's a girl's elimination day but i'm surprised that jordan let it happen uh because he's so so competitive i thought he would have wanted to extend that lead as much as possible, especially because he directly participated. Mm. George, what do you reckon? Really good challenge. Um, oh, uh, Lauren, quick thing though, TJ did piss himself. That was why the things kept filling up. It was TJ's oh. pee. <laughs> they were drinking TJ's pee. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> hey, at least now we have an answer to what was in there. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just knew you'd be really annoyed about that. As a challenge, really cool. So actually, let's do a bit of a nicer. I really liked the fact Fessy stood up to go against Jordan. I enjoyed that a lot, actually. It was a a, a decent character moment from him where he actually showed a bit of arrogance, but kind of like assertive arrogance rather than being a passive-aggressive um, player. Wow, really caught myself on mistakes. I'm quite rude there. Uh, so that was good. The design of a challenge was good. Although, Ryan, you're right. It was really far like yeah. that is that is not an easy shot to make, which I liked. Um, but I didn't realize the clock was going to keep running until that happened. I liked that as a thing of like you have to you still have a chance to win, but you you are incentivized to beat the absolute brakes off the opposition, which then brings me to my next point. Um, so Devin Devin's explained why he did it. He said uh, he protested apparently, and then eventually let them go through with it. Um, but he said it was 100% to help Tory, and he has been ride or die first throughout this entire game, which I kind of get. I think. I mean, he did say pro- that as well in his confessional, but like I say, it wasn't Tory who initially asked him to. to uh, it was interestingly their, their team. Yeah. I think potentially Devin saw a chance to make him guaranteed to not be the vote in next week with that. Fair. I think Tori will fight really hard because she's actually proven he's still got her back. Whereas I can't remember any other massive standouts of the ride or dies helping. Um, also, this made me look like a right jackass. Because last week I said we don't actually know if Fessy's a bad eater. Mm. <laughs> well, we do now. We do now. Mm-hmm. I would have killed this challenge. Brian, I would have thrown it once. <laughs> Um, well, number one, I um, I was shocked this challenge wasn't go from point A to point B and solve a puzzle at some point. So that was cool. That was exciting. I actually we'll enjoyed watching that. this one. 
fun. Um, Lauren, turns out they were just taking shots of Malort. That's why. Oh my God. <laughs> um, George, you'll learn what that's all about. Secondly, um, I mean, I think that part of the reason they, they, it was, there was two pronged why they helped because like, number one, it's like, don't like let a, you know, don't let a, a, a dying animal suffer. Just put it out of its misery. Just shoot it in the head. And then secondly, they just, I mean, that was gross. Like probably just didn't want to hear puke sounds anymore. Like, it's just like, get this shit over with. That's how I would be. I'd be like, let's just, I want this to be over. I don't care about an extra 10 minutes. Like, let's just, this is gross. Because that shit was gross, low-key. Very quickly, for you three, what stands out as your top challenge vomiting moment? Uh, CT Rivals 2 Final. There's That was, it's the most insane thing that's ever happened, maybe to a human. That was, that was, that was like a, that was a cartoon in real yeah. life. That's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a close to my bloody alien from Double Agents as well. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, well, damn it! I had some one thing to say. Oh, let, just to plug my um, my in my recap, I um I put a montage of Fessy pictures of Fessy puking over the audio of the podcast. His episode of his podcast with Josh, where they talk about. Um, how rich being on reality TV has made them and how successful they are. Um, it's two and a half minutes long. So I would recommend checking that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Could we just tweet that incessantly out of It's the most amazing thing I've ever personally, personally, my favorite thing I've ever created in my life. So Wait, I would go check that out. Is that- you, don't have kids. you don't have kids, do you, Brian? I don't have kids, no. Oh, cool, but that's not really insulting. Is that the weekly roundup that people can read at Brian R. Batty at medium.com? That's that's exactly right. Great website. I'm glad I got that in. Um, I, I do have another question for you guys. How much do you actually think that Devon helped? Because it took Jordan 17 minutes to hit the first one. Um, it took another 21 minutes for him to hit the next two. So he didn't like Devin's I'm not I'm not completely sure how much Devin's help helped it feels almost like it was more psychological than anything else Mm. I I, I don't I I don't know like I'm not sure I can see that for sure I don't know when you repeatedly fail at something though you are so down and I don't know like how ever compared to you are having someone there does kind of help I like the sniper reference that was cool so maybe his help helped um, Fessy more than it helped actually help Jordan, and it just yeah. seemed like it helped Jordan. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Quick poll, though: I, I if it's you, are, you help, are you helping the opposition? <laughs> uh, no, never do it unless you have to endure more throw-up sounds. Then it's fine. Yeah, I think that would have been the only reason I would have done it. But generally speaking, if your opponent's down, you stand on their neck or whatever don't actually yeah neck, but you exactly know. michael jordan taught me that yeah <laughs> lauren would you help absolutely, absolutely not, not. <laughs> 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 okay so after all the violent throwing up uh fessy finally hits the third target and next up we have a puzzle piece which of course is going to be a puzzle uh, and as brian will be really excited about they have to go from a to b 
and make a puzzle. Uh, Olivia and Anita are going up against Devin and Nanny. Uh, Nanny says that her and Devin work well together, and she thinks that her best chance of doing one of these challenges is to do a puzzle with Devin. That's very smart. Uh, TJ says he's going to meet them at the next station and then walks 50 yards in front of them, like when you say goodbye to someone and then you have to awkwardly walk in the same direction. Um <laughs> The, the two teams, as I said, have to run their eight, team, uh, eight pieces uh, up to the board and then do the puzzle. A um, couple of standout moments from this. Um, someone shouting, Olivia is faster than Devon. Uh, then Fessy saying, now be quiet, let them work to Tory when their team have got all their pieces. Uh, Olivia takes charge of their team and they get the W. Uh, however, the others aren't far behind and they only take 53 seconds out of the huge lead. Uh, does anyone have anything much to say about the puzzle section? It was very, it was pretty basic. I, the only thing I have to say is Nani's whole bit. I'm like, okay, so is Nani saying that she has nothing to contribute except standing there beside Devin, who is the best puzzle person on their team? Like, <laughs> know your strength, self-awareness is a virtue, you know? <laughs> that infuriated me so much. <laughs> like, so go home. <laughs> just yeah, just pack her bags. Uh, <laughs> um, fair play to Anita though for beating Devon. I mean, she's always been good at puzzles. We're pretty rude about her on this pod, correctly, but we're we are quite rude. Not as, not as rude as Brian is about Casey. Um, yeah, fine. But speak stuff about my girl Anita. Sorry, George. I've just realised that I've got to say. Oh, of course you'd tell Nanny to go home. You hate her. There, got it. <laughs> Don't don't like, did not like her attitude during that challenge. Really irritated me. Did not like her attitude. Next up, we get a light bulb. Uh, we are told that it's going to be a memory test, but of course the challengers aren't. Uh, however, Tori does volunteer with bananas and says they're banking on it being memory. Uh, she says, I'm not the brightest bulb in the box, uh, but I am a bulb in the box, which is possibly the most insulting thing you can say about yourself. George is currently tapping a light bulb, which isn't a Tory. It is the Tory of the box. Um, <laughs> Mel <laughs> up against Horacio and Amber. Uh, he says it's an honour to be working with her. He makes it sound like she's won 50 of these things she's won once, uh, which is still amazing, but it's just the way he talks about it. Uh, one of them has to run to a key, memorise it, run back and tell the other who must then recreate it. Uh, Horacio and Amber play out all the symbols and they still manage to get it done the quickest. They add a massive 12 minutes and 37 seconds, give them a lead of 37 minutes and 42 seconds going into the final challenge. You know, how awkward do you reckon it is like when someone's finished that far ahead of you during a memorization game <laughs> and you're just there, just like, we're, we're nearly as dumb as Casey. <laughs> I mean, Tori wants to go back to preschool with uh, bananas. So, I bet they wouldn't even. We have expected uh, more bananas out of this. hundred percent. Yeah, or do we think bananas is still phoning it in? Could be. Uh, you know, I think that he's saving his gas, the gas in his tank for the final, like, or until an elimination that he has to do. I don't. I think that he's doing a little bit of phoning it in. I mean, a little more than 
it's it wasn't like, doing the whole like linking arms to show that it was a link like Horacio was. That was my favorite part of the whole like challenge. <laughs> that was your favorite part of the challenge, and you've had Fessy throw up for 38 minutes. Of this specific challenge. Okay. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> yeah, there it wasn't, wasn't much. An exciting to challenge, one. George. <laughs> True. <laughs> Right. There wasn't much to this one. This part oh. was definitely the yeah. most boring to watch. Yeah. But now we come to the last event. Uh, we have a man running, and it's going to be Chauncey and Casey versus Mariah, and someone who has to go twice, and of course, that'll be Jordan. Uh, Chauncey mm. reveals he doesn't last long, uh, which is to go along with the fact that Amber the other week um, revealed that she's very flexible. So, I mean, make of that what you will. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be in the dark for bungee uh, the two partners are attached by a bungee rope they have to run and grab onto a bar the timer won't stop until they're both holding on of course mariah and jordan know if they get this done first that's the end of the challenge so uh, casey runs like a maniac and gets straight to her bar and chauncey begins to battle mariah struggles a bit more to get to the bar but she's hanging on and jordan is side by side with chauncey uh, he knows if uh, that Chauncey knows that if he does well it could mean the end of his girlfriend in the game but he's still battling uh, both teams decide to re reset and go again uh, and then eventually Chauncey decides that holding on to Casey's leg is the right option and she holds on for dear life as he essentially climbs up her body and eventually grabs the bar the clock stops at 3 hours 9 minutes and 38 seconds of challenging the other two decide to restart again Jordan says if he needs uh, says if he starts on the bar, he she doesn't have the power. But if she starts on the bar, she can't hold on that long. Uh, Horacio says he's feeling nervous and again brings up the fact that they shouldn't have helped Faisal. Olivia assumes they're going to get it done in the next five minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes, and suddenly the time is getting extremely close. Olivia then slips off the bar as time runs out. And the winners are Fessy's team. Uh, Jordan says they've squanders the squanders the league and they couldn't really afford to lose anyone else. This was pretty hardcore. This just Good made balance. me sad at the result. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I find it quite funny that Jordan called out someone for not having grip strength. Like, that's just how good an athlete he is, that he can do that when he's got 60% of the things to grip with. <laughs> um, it's, I felt really bad for Mariah. But yeah. what I didn't get is why can't she get her elbow in the hook of the bar and, like, link on that way? Or does she have to only hang on with their hands? Because I imagine there's only so many ways you can do this. And so I don't know whether there were rules which stopped her potentially winning that. Well, I think part of it was they had to be like as far away to give as much slack as possible to the person. Like she couldn't, like even that extra like foot of her like pulling up or whatever, her elbow to wrist, probably not a foot. How long is elbow to wrist? Mine's more than a foot. You're, like, you're, you're a giant, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Look at yours. How long is it? More than a foot. Solid fourteen inches. Really? Wow! Yeah. Fourteen inches. <laughs> I got some. Y'all got some little ass arms. They'd be broke as hell on the basketball court. Two I'm points gonna, back on I'm D. All those. 
What's your favorite dinosaur? Is it the T-Rex? <laughs> Mine's a Triceratops. Yeah, but that's a different podcast for a different day. Um, <laughs> that would be a great podcast. Uh, <laughs> our, our favorite dinosaur podcast. No, you know what? We're here now, Ryan. What's your favorite dinosaur? Oh, I mean, I'm a raptor man myself. You know, raptor, yeah. George, where are you at? I like the dome-headed ones because they just nut each other the entire time. They're quite. Dumb. That sounds about right. Lauren, yeah. what's your favorite dinosaur? <laughs> I just had to relook them up really quickly, but the uh, Stegosaurus, I think. Yeah. Mm, nice. We had a, a friend growing up in like high school. Her name was Jess, but we called her Stega because I guess her nickname became Stegosaurus Jess when she was younger. And that just stuck. So we called her Stega. <laughs> for a long time. Well, shout out to Stega. Hell yeah. Listening. <laughs> yeah. Well, probably not. Yeah. She actually lives in Colorado. Maybe you guys are like neighbors. You know, that'd be fucking wild. Great coincidence. Well, I'm glad we had that discussion. Anywho, Ryan, let's get back to the uh, to the hosting. Sorry, I hijacked that for a minute. (laughs) Um, What did we think about the challenge overall? the the whole The whole blind faith shebang. Uh, I I thought it was pretty cool. I like them. I like when they use eliminations as daily challenges. I I think that's pretty cool. This one looks like it sucks, though. Like, fuck this one, to be honest with you. Right? Which one? I, mean, I like it, though, because I can't think of another time where they didn't know the, the challenge going into it and had to kind of, mm. the whole blind faith part of it, I liked. That was new. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole overall daily challenge was sweet. They should make this the format for all of them. Yeah. I am. Um, I really like the fact that we knew how long it had taken them. And like what the time difference was. I know that sounds a bit silly, but like often, obviously, we watch what they do in the dailies and we kind of we don't know the outcome until DJ tells us, which obviously that's part of it. But there's just something nice about seeing that time like elapse and go on and the chase and the, you know, how, how what the difference was and what they were having to claw back essentially. Totally agree. Ooh, claw back. Was that intentional? That was yes. good. Yeah, thank you. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, uh, more so on board for more things like this. Um, I also like the fact you had to send in your. This is so. This is where it also equalizes uneven teams. Yeah, because you get to send the same people in again, which I think, which I really like on team seasons because it at least balances it out a little bit. So, so yeah, not because you don't know what's going, so you have to be a bit tactical. Which essentially, as much as you hate it, is what Nanny was doing. She knew she wasn't the strongest at necessarily anything, so she was balancing it out by knowing that by going with Devon, she'd have a chance of helping or winning or whatever. Yeah, true. I was Holy thinking, would Nanny have done better than Mariah on that last one? Probably no. not. Nanny's pretty taller. Yeah, but Mariah's like. Brolic, like she's like swole as hell. What was that first word? Brolic, 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 brolic. Yeah, I'm not sure Nani could have held on. Yeah, yes, don't know the word. What's the exact meaning? Having large, well developed muscles, learn something new every day. Yeah, Brian's word of the week. Read a fucking (laughs) book. I'm pretty sure none of the books I read have that word in it. Because the books I read, yeah, because they're because that word's not a picture, George. (laughs) (laughs) 
Also, the last book I read was about a really hungry caterpillar, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Infinite Jest. Book rocks. Um, so uh, do we think that Devin giving them the advice changed things that much? And I don't necessarily mean the same question I asked earlier, but do we think that Mariah and Jordan were ever getting that, getting that done? Yeah, they had 35 minutes to try it, right? And it's only getting harder. I mean, I I love when Jordan fails at stuff in a way because it makes me feel like, but it may it just makes me feel like no more. I'm, yeah, exactly. Like maybe he can he is bad at something, and and maybe I can I too can be good at something one day. You know, it's one of those things. So, do you guys think the guys or the girls made more of a difference in this one? Guys, guys, interesting. Chauncey's thick ass legs, he just like powered through it. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess once Mariah was on the bar, there wasn't really much she could do to, to fail. Like she did slip off right at the end, but it wasn't like that wasn't the difference between the team, was it? Well, Casey could hold on as well, though. Casey's strong enough to be an anchor. That cool. was when Mariah set up. So maybe she's not Brolic, Brian. Ugh, I can't use that word. <laughs> Casey's got monster hands too. Next time you look at her in confessional, she's got like fucking ET fingers. (laughs) Telling you, she's got monster hands. You'll never not know. I promise you, you'll never not notice it again. I just shattered the glass for all of you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'll definitely be looking out for that next time. Um, They're fucking. Do we think the fact that they, the winning team didn't celebrate that much, they kind of, they all got together in a little hug, but we've definitely seen them over-celebrate more. Uh, do we think that that's because they recognised... Oh, my God, they're huge! <laughs> <laughs> right? They're uh, enormous. If bitch you, you'd travel through time. <laughs> what I'm saying, those things are fucking mittens. Um, to answer your question, Ryan, I think that... Um, they were all fucking tired. Like even TJ was like, that was a long day. And hey, shout out to my union homies. Like the sound people getting t- uh, time and a half, like towards the end there. Big time benefits. Shout out to them. Blue collar workers getting it done. I think they're probably, I mean, are they just paid a flat fee for every challenge? I don't know. I don't know how it works. George, yeah, I was going to say like, do, do you actually know that there's a union that, that works for Bonham Murray MTV, whatever? No, but I know the sound guys and shit over here are in a union, but that's probably why they don't film it here. All right, Brian, you ended the knowledge with Brolic. Hang it up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the workers' rights situation is in Argentina, to be honest with you, but, uh, you know, I I, I mean, probably not great if a giant company is filming a bunch of TV shows there to save money. They're probably fucking paying these people peanuts. Time and a half on peanuts. Peanuts and a half. There it is. Uh, God, you it back. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So that is the end of um, Blind Faith. Uh, so we return to the house, of course. And Chauncey cries about the fact that he's potentially going to send Amber in. Uh, and she tries to make him feel better. Um, I wonder if, similar to the celebrations, he's not actually that upset about it. And he's just really super emotional because of the long day he's tired probably both to be honest probably both i didn't even think about it like that i think yeah i I agree with brian it's probably a mix of both tired and and emotional 
I guess I guess maybe it's uh does he think that potentially Amber has a better chance to win the hen- than him? Because I've been kind of thinking about this with Nani and Casey, like if there's a choice for one of them to to go forward, are they gonna choose like that? And it's kind of to me almost like a Tory and Brad from cutthroat situation. Yeah, I wonder if it's like so specific, like with their situations, like because Nani, like Casey, like Nani winning is more about the win than the money. And I think with Chauncey, it's like he, as a rookie, he still wants to like, he doesn't have the 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 social capital to yeah. like throw a challenge like that. He still has to like try. Yeah, and I guess the other the other difference is that they are ride or dies, whereas Nani and Casey aren't, even though they are. They don't. They're not officially working together. They're not officially ride or dies. They're not a Facebook <laughs> yeah. official ride or dies. <laughs> they're only ride or dies in the sense that they are um, in a committed relationship. They're not ride or dies in the sense that they may have accidentally met in the airport and then been forced together by. Right. <laughs> they're not ride or dies in the sense that that one just like a local Instagram hottie that Fessy found. Yeah. And and the fact that they share a dishwasher. Or that they're both German, you know. Or, right. Or <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, both I German. I miss Kim and Colleen. Man, I forgot all about them until right now. Shout out to them. German yeah, is it's, it's a long time, and I, I do miss them. Yeah, me too. Hope they're doing all right. They're probably fine. They're German as fuck still, I'm sure. Yeah. Germanist Shout out to their schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, now it's time for the interrogation. And first up in Nanny in what is possibly the least intimidating interrogation of all time. She gets called babe about four times. Um, she <laughs> them on their win. Uh, she says that the other girls wish that they were in her position. Uh, she says Amber is a killer and isn't afraid and calls for the rookie to go into elimination for the first time. Um, then in comes Amber. Her cat dress induces not one, but two cat puns. Uh, she asked if anyone has had to fight in their rookie season. Everybody raises their hands. Um, she points out that Mariah hasn't yet had to go into elimination and she doesn't want to go against Nanny. Uh, Fessy then buries Mariah by saying that he can't count on her to save his ass. Um, then Mariah says it obviously won't be Nanny that goes in um, and says Amber is good at eliminations and her word should be enough. Uh, Fessy says she's dodged elimination and then tells Mariah that they lost communication when she didn't save him. Bananas reckons it gives the green light to the rest of the team to say Mariah and says he'd never treat his ride or die like that, says the man who once stole loads of money from the person he's part of. I know they weren't ride or dies, but I just had to get that in. Uh, she says she did what she did to help each other and that says she's not defending and then says he's not defending her. So what do we think of this interrogation? Did it go as we thought it would, Lauren? It went as we thought, as we thought, but I mean, when did when did Amber and Nani become ride or dies? Like, did I miss something this season or last season? And then how many people are we gonna hear say, like, Nani's my best friend, Nani's my sister, Nani's my ride or die? Like mm. You got to give some props for that. <laughs> she just remembered that uh, Michelle's not there to say it anymore, so she knew that no one could really speak to it. <laughs> Someone's got to feel the position of, of Nani's, Nani's ride or die. Okay. <laughs> Thought it was Casey, but I'm kind <laughs> <laughs> 
One day, George, by process of elimination, you will have to be Nanny's ride or die. Yeah. <laughs> if we're the last two on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, it's touch and go. <laughs> oh. There will be many people. More attitude. I can't work with that. <laughs> I mean, I think you guys would be great together. <laughs> we actually would probably really get on. She's lovely, and I'm a big softy. We both like wine. We do both like wine. Yeah. Um, I just want to give a big shout out to Amber for being like, all right, here's my plan. I'm gonna throw Mariah under the bus and then run her over with the bus and then back the bus. <laughs> back over her dead body and then pick her up and then throw it back underneath the bus and then light the bus on fire. But I got to pick the perfect outfit. I know. I'll wear the cat dress. Like that big <laughs> shout out to that whole thought process of hers. Like that shit was, I mean, you can't script it any better. Uh, yeah, just a big fan of the cat dress and clearly so was everybody else. Like I say, two puns, two whole puns for a dress. I think it was one of those things where it's like you see somebody wearing something ridiculous, so you just have to say something, and nice is the default thing to say, you know? Nobody ever says anything about Jordan every, every week, though. Yeah. Well, oh, now, now we're going to get off on a real tangent if we start talking <laughs> about fashion. I got thoughts. <laughs> oh, man. I, the only other thing I did think about this was I think there was a confessional from Bessie or someone that was saying like Mariah needs to go in like no rookie ever uh, gets well, to a final without seeing an elimination and my thought was well I know the Brits will remember uh, Kyle Christie on Vendettas so it yeah. has been done before <laughs> shout out Kyle everybody scratch off your bingo card Kyle got <laughs> Yeah, that should be really a classic George to bring up Kyle. So, no, sorry, George. I mean, Brian. <laughs> sorry, I was, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was thinking of cat puns. I missed it by the <laughs> So, mm. what you were saying is you were on pause. Ah, oh, very nice. Come on, Brian. That Get crossed out of the field. Well, thank you all for listening to the Redders React podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not getting better than are we, that. Are we at the tail end of the podcast now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is it we got this one and then that one we recorded earlier too that's what we're going to send to <laughs> Levi do we um, well do we think that Fessy really threw uh, Mariah under the bus here or you know did they need to air their dirty laundry in the interrogation or could they have possibly found a better time to do it mm. no so things you probably didn't see right is um, Mariah actually hooked up with someone before Bananas it was Kenny and uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're about to have plenty of time together very soon. Bessie's doing a solid for his ride or die to get us giving some some more Clark pork. He's got a child throwing that accusation at him. Disgraceful. Sorry, just to clarify, Kenny, I'm sure, is a wonderful husband, has never ever cheated. He's too busy getting hench. What? I um I have one. Um, I'm glad you brought up Fessy. I did. I did want to say it did. I, I couldn't. It looked freezing cold in there, and there were, and it was it, between Fessy wearing a parka and a beanie or Olivia's rock hard nipples. I couldn't tell which, <laughs> which was more obvious. Tell about the air conditioning being on full blast. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I didn't notice that. 
I didn't notice that either. I think he was dressed like he was about to go take his dog for a walk. Yeah, that bit I noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, you you were looking at more teats than just the ones on Amber's dress. Yeah, I mean, it's not that I was looking. It's that I almost got hit in the face with him while I was sitting (laughs) on my couch. I didn't have a choice. I watched the episode twice today and didn't notice that. No, no. (laughs) They were out there. There we go. <laughs> Just a small aside, it's quite a funny story. I have a friend called Olivia who has really large boobs. And when we, <laughs> and when we, I'm going to send her this clip. And when four of us went on holiday, and this really nice old 90-year-old man sat and joined us at the table and just started chatting to us. It happens a lot in England. And she leant over the table and he just went, careful, love, you have my eye out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what a smooth talker what a lady killer it was a fucking laugh <laughs> sorry I am um, that is also classic George yeah <laughs> oh yeah it um, me who said it although his name was George it was like looking in the future <laughs> oh I can see it <laughs> maybe it was the future maybe it was like a looper situation you should have asked him more questions well, thank God he didn't kill me. Isn't that the point of Looper? <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe, maybe you, maybe you got away scot free. Yeah, could have done. Terrible film. Oh yeah, he was called Scott. No, that's stupid. Anyway, carry on. Sorry, I'm really tired. <laughs> Nanny and Casey then talk, and Casey says she doesn't want to play the game without Nanny, even though she went into the game not knowing that she'd be there. Uh, Nanny <laughs> says, I'm, "I'm a real dick." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nanny says whatever happens in life she knows she has a soldier right there with her which I quite like, that was a nice line Um, Mm. Amber reiterates she doesn't want to see Nanny in the zone and doesn't want to see Chauncey give up if she does go home Uh, again, just surprised how much Amber really likes Nanny yeah another another mystery, we'll need to place a phone call or do a DM for (laughs) Are we DMing? Well, I was going to say, are we DMing Amber or Nanny for that one? But actually, Amber might reply. So. Yeah. <laughs> so now we've got Bessie, Kitty, and Amber to contact. Are you saying Kenny's not going to reply to that question? I just want to fucking know what he's been up to. Like, how am I the only one asking this well, question? He's going he's to reply now that he's been accused of, you know, banging somebody. So. <laughs> I'm accused of forced to reply. <laughs> Get him to speak up to get him to break his silence. He's like Harvey Weinstein. Oh my god! Move on. I don't even know what. Like Levi's would not accept this. Um, now <laughs> we're finally off to the zone. Uh, someone says it's a puzzle when we arrive, uh, and of course it's voting time. Nanny gets two votes out of the gate, and there was a moment where I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, but it was never going to happen, let's be honest um, from Fessy and Olivia but then Johnny goes for Amber to make it 2-1 and the other four go for Mariah. Is anyone surprised that Mariah was the vote? No. I'm surprised she didn't get a unanimous vote. I thought Fessy would vote for her straight away. <laughs> no. so Johnny said in interrogation that everything Fessy was saying um, gave them an an excuse to vote Mariah without any consequences. But do we think that actually had any say whatsoever? 
Because yeah. if Bessie, do we think if Bessie had spoken up for her and said, "Guys, don't vote in Mariah," do we think that some they would have gone for someone else? No, but these people so. they'll glom on to any reason to to say somebody's name. They'll just make shit up, you know. The one thing that I think was maybe interesting about um, Fessy's vote, somebody pointed it out on the Reddit, is, okay, like, he didn't vote in his fake ride-or-die, who he's partnered up with, but he did vote in his actual ride-or-die's number one and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Didn't even think about that. Massey Fessy. Yeah. Massey Fessy's also still got history with Amber. He could have easily chucked the vote there as well. Actually. Right. Right. Hmm. Well, I mean, he did. God, I hope Nanny brings that up and votes in Fassy at some point. (laughs) (laughs) He was trying to build um, some uh, build. What was the word? I can't even think of the word. Build something with Amber. Build a relationship with Amber. Trust. That's the word. (laughs) Trust is the word. So, I mean, he, he, he kind of had a reason. Yeah, it could be. I don't know how I feel about you for the fact you don't know the word trust, Ryan. Jesus. <laughs> Mate, I'd say it's been a long day. I've been off and all I've done is watch the challenge twice. That's, <laughs> to be fair, just like Brolic, that's a long, that's a big, long word. So, Oh, man. I, I'm glad that I come on this pod and I'm going to build the reputation of being the idiot who doesn't know words. <laughs> I hope my employer does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one listens to this pod after I don't have Levi <laughs> King under control. Uh, that is very true. Um, uh, so Amber gets to go to the draw first, and I think it's been really interesting the past two weeks who's got to go to the draw first. Because last week Nelly T was last, um, and I'm still angry about it, and I'll never not, I'll never stop being angry about it. I think it was uh, yeah. Time. Um, I think they cheated all week last week um, uh, just to get Nelly T versus Fessy and they took <laughs> my heart and I'll never forgive them um, Nanny gets to uh, Amber gets to draw first even she gets very emotional she even asks Nanny if she wants to go first um, and she's absolutely got no idea what to choose she again asks uh, Nanny if she wants to go first are you sure? You're really sure. Um, Anissa then gives her the award for the best dramatic performance, and she eventually pulls the safe dagger. Anyone buying this? No, just pull the fucking dagger. <laughs> if I was Nani, I'd be like, dude, just do it. What is wrong? Yeah, Stop. I, I, I agree with it. What, what Anissa said nailed it. Like, Yeah, like, bro, come on. A little over the top. Just pull it, you know? Like, I get it. It's a hard thing, but what do you, you can't do any, just pull the thing. You have to do it. There's nothing else you can do. The only thing I was thinking, like, that would make that, like, even valid is, like, if somebody had given her a tell on those swords and, like, she couldn't find it. And that's why she was free. Or if there was a colony of red ants crawling up her leg, would be the only other way that would. That too. <laughs> I would have loved it if Nanny just said, "All right, on the first, will you do it?" Elbows her out of the way, pulls the safe dagger, throws it on the ground, and walks off and doesn't even look at her. <laughs> this is what I can say, right? There's only two of you, so one of you's going in, and the other one isn't, right? Right. If Amber's that fussed, just volunteer to go in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she didn't want to do fair. that. That would be great TV. I actually might have oh. thought that they were really good friends off that. 
Yeah. That's what they should do is they should make they should dump red ants into their pants while they pull the dagger to make them fucking speed this fucking thing up. You know, By the way, have you guys watched Love is Blind? I've seen yeah. the series. Have you seen the new season? No. Parts, yeah. Three? Yeah. Let's get this fucking show on the road, huh? Like, good God, let's milk as many episodes as we can out of this fucking thing. I feel like I've been like they're used they're like four hours of real time. They're getting an entire episode out of it. Shit is insane. Anyways, that's all I got. (laughs) You know know who would have gone in if they cared that much about the other person that was with the dagger? Nelly goddamn T. That's who would have gone in. He would have gone in. It was him and Corey. Oh wait, I just thought I just thought of something about what Brian said about milking the episode. This isn't directly to do, but it was a thought that came to me today. I was thinking, like, why? Are the episodes 90 minutes now? And I was sitting here thinking, like, do they get more advertising dollars that way? Because nobody mm. is watching during ridiculousness. So my new theory is the whole reason they expanded it from 60 to 90 is advertising dollars. 100 percent That's it. That's all. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. I'll go now. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Lauren. That's gonna be true. All I'm asking for is throw a little more puss in boots in there, you know. Oh my god. More puss and boots. Yes. Puss and boots, puss and commercials, whatever we're gonna do. You know? I I'm I forgot about puss and boots until now. Now I'm pissed off again. Question Does Puss <laughs> ever take off his boat boots and does then he become like puss in house slippers? Or how does that no, work? No, that's when he becomes that's when he becomes amber in a dress. Ah, there it is. Full circle. Nice. Well, thank you for listening to the Redditors React Podcast. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be it's a like few episodes. Like bending. <laughs> so it is now going to be Nanny versus Mariah because Amber it was a selfish, so selfish that she oh. didn't. She didn't agree. She just meandered up those stairs, gave Devon a hug because she was so upset that she'd sent Nanny in. Disgraceful. So it's Nanny and Mariah, uh, and they're going to be playing. I can see uh, they're attached to a rope. And they have to move forward to lift a wall in front of them, which reveals six scrambled words. They must unscramble the words one by one on the board behind them. And when they have all six, they have to hit a button. Mm. Mm. Listen. Important portion of that. Very Very important. Can you say again, Ryan? Hit a button. On the side of the board, hit the button. I love the way your accent makes you say the word button. That's amazing. Can you say it one more time just for me? I'm going to close my eyes. ASMR. Hit the button. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Uh, TJ brings out his ride or die. Mrs. Lavin, his wife, Roxanne. So mm. blow his horn. Mm. You know, it was one thing when Amber brought her boyfriend. It was another thing when Tori brought her ex-fiance. But TJ bringing his wife is like, I don't know. We're taking this thing a bit far. I mean, what's next? Casey brings her brother? You know, like, come on. <laughs> no. I don't think Casey knows she has a brother. Brother's name is Keith. He's actually, like, super, super cool. We, I we... follow him on IG. All right, who's saying TJ's wife is stunning? Oh yeah, there's a lot of catcalling going on. Yeah. Um, Tori, Tori was was telling them all to back off. 
They also maybe were just singing the song to Roxanne. That's what I thought. That's what I thought was actually happening. Not they wouldn't catcall TJ. No, They're not TJ's wife. Do you think he ever accuses her of quitting during certain things around the house? (laughs) (laughs) You know I hate quitters. Roxanne. (laughs) You think he blows an air horn at her when she's like done like cooking dinner? (laughs) (laughs) I imagine he's kind of concussed from all like the like the bike accidents and stuff so i bet he might like sometimes think he's in the challenge like while he's at home right i mean that has to have happened before i'm reckless i'm this is reckless speculation but i just feel like maybe that that's a possibility i really hope when she like leaves for the day for work or to go out shop or whatever it is he just stands at the door and goes i really hope we see you again (laughs) like you've been great (laughs) I've loved your time here at our house <laughs> to see you again. Or I'm sure we'll see you back here one day. Oh my God. Imagine what a bastard he must have been when she was um, having morning sickness and throwing up. He would have just been laughing at her nonstop. <laughs> You're not quitting, are you? Are you crying? <laughs> Haven't you ever seen this before? <laughs> Imagine if they go on, like, if they do family quiz nights. You must say you a quiz. <laughs> he's just or whatever she gets something wrong <laughs> they just play trivial pursuit he's just laughing across the table oh my god oh, that was funny I, I do want to know why they chose this week I know that she goes on about like oh sisterhood feminism and all that but they could have chosen another week where it was a girls elimination like it's just it's very random I so just happened uh, to be in town <laughs> Yeah, I, there was a real focus on couples this episode. That's the only tie I can think of. Yeah, Tori Jordan, Casey, Nani, and Amber Chauncey. So I mean, let's be honest, Tori and Jordan—that's every week. True. I'm just saying, <laughs> if if there was a theme this week, it's uh, current and former couples. So that's nice. I like the idea of her turning to him too and being like, "Hey, wait a second! I thought you said Nani was a guy." Be like, babe, I'll explain later. <laughs> <laughs> These girls are way prettier than you described. Uh, well, in fairness, later on in the uh, elimination, Nanny does struggle to find the D for a moment. Uh, but then oh. she does. Well, definitely the first time that's happened to her, for sure. <laughs> that's what happens after you've been with Casey for such a while. Anyway, moving swiftly on. Um, it's time for the elimination. Um, and Nanny takes an early lead, working out the words before going to back, back to put them on the board. She realizes quite quickly that they're going to be ride or die related words. Uh, no one else can really see what's going on, so can't help. And we actually have an actual competition on our hands for once because no one can help. It's great. Uh, yeah. She gets the word four in pretty quick time, but then gets stumped on devotion. But that will not be the last time that someone has a problem with devotion. Uh, she has to refer to the system of putting letters up on the board before fixing it, which TJ tells his wife is not a good tactic. Uh, Mariah overtakes Nanny. Uh, Fessy doesn't, says he doesn't know where Mariah's head is at, so he's not going to cheer for anyone. He doesn't want anyone to win. Uh, Mariah gets to the last word whilst Nanny struggles for the penultimate one, but she suddenly springs into action and she can see that the last word is friendship very quickly 
Uh, Mariah literally has friends up on her board, but she has to go back to figure it out. She's got <laughs> friends up there, but she's not sure what the last few letters spell. It's obviously friends pie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know too many words that start with the word friends. Friends giving. It doesn't feel like uh, Mariah maybe participated in many spelling bees growing up. That could have had something cool. to do with friendship. Are you guys good at games like that? Like the unscrambling of words? Are you guys good at that? Yeah, I'm shit. I, I, I'm basically very mentally retarded in that my verbal reasoning is amazing. <laughs> my non-verbal is apocalyptically bad. I once mm. got told it was pleasantly fascinating how dyspraxic I was. <laughs> wow. Then I walked into the door on my way out. It was really embarrassing. Uh, door shouldn't have been there. That's not on you. Yeah. That's on the door. Fuck you, door. Fuck you, door. Exactly. Um, I, I imagine you're very good at shapes, Brian, and probably less so with words. Uh, you're great with words. I've read your articles. Um, I'm bad at the the unscrambling of words. I've always been bad at it. Like I didn't get any of them. The only one I got was friendship. Actually, when I was like playing along at home. It's because it's in my name, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah, I, I, imagine you're just good. I imagine you're just good at both of them yeah I mean I'm just I don't know I, I guess it was a, wasn't my night maybe it was the tequila but I do remember struggling when I was watching it last night Ryan we've seen your ability with words this yeah podcast. we already know I'm terrible with words and anyone who's read any of my articles will know the same so <laughs> what was that word you were struggling with what was the word I forgot already I forgot trust? Well, trust trust, trust. <laughs> yeah nice huge word I wasn't even on the fucking board um, <laughs> good uh, so Nanny, as I said, she, Nanny eventually she spells friendship really quickly, um, and she shouts "check," which is what you normally do at the end of a puzzle and the challenge. Um, Mariah also shouts "check," and then TJ has to remind them that they've got to hit the goddamn phone. <laughs> um, they both die for it and hit it moments apart, but it's quite clear that Mariah has got it first, and she shouts "check the camera, check the camera," um, and then we go for a break for the ultimate tension and we're mm. all thinking that it is goodbye nanny and we're going to get floods of tears from her ride or die amber um but actually nanny's ride or die oh, yes, right. <laughs> 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 i still can't remember it <laughs> uh, got there eventually lauren um really tense stuff but mariah realizes just before they announce it that she has spelt devotion wrong mixing up the second i and the o and nanny takes the w so nice. pretty tense stuff right brian yeah i really like that elimination the lighting was sick like the the nanny's face against like the green or whatever it was it looked like like a horror movie like she was like crawling out of like a tunnel at the end and like saw the monster and she was like looking up i thought it was really really cool well shot super tense um usually i'm not on the side where i really don't give a shit if the crowd helps them or not but the silence sort of like added to the tension i don't necessarily know if it added to the um outcome or not i, I also didn't notice that johnny was doing a lot of squinting when he was trying to see down there i think he might need glasses <laughs> 
<laughs> Possibly, yeah. I've I mean, never seen him wear glasses, but he was like he was like doing this while everyone else had regular eye bulge. So I just wonder. I don't know. Maybe yeah. you should see an optometrist. Maybe this is. Maybe he's got some cataracts or something going on. You know. I mean, isn't he? Um, you know, forty. Getting up there. Is that, is that when cataract shows up? I, don't know. I, don't know. I think a lot of stuff starts showing up around yeah. that. I'm not looking forward to it. I I read one interesting thing online. I think somebody was saying or they saw it, the cast comment that TJ had told them not to help, but that Casey tried to help Nani anyways. And then after they heard that, uh, maybe Jordan started trying to help Mariah and then TJ did actually stop them. So mm. who knows what was actually classic like. fucking rabble rouser Casey. Just <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I guess it was surely it was quite hard to help because they had the exact same words. Yeah, and like I feel like they couldn't see the letters in Johnny's glasses, notwithstanding. Like I, I just like what are, yeah, what are they gonna do? Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have mattered if they helped. The writing was literally on the wall from Mariah from the start of the elimination. Nailed it. <laughs> Devin, um, I was happy that Nani won, though. Does anyone else? Was anyone rooting for Mariah? I I, I wanted Nani to win, so yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, but I, I'm not going to comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, George, we know you hate her, and even more so now because she apparently has a terrible attitude problem. <laughs> He definitely okay. does, but that's what makes her so wonderful. Um, I also have a question. I mean, like, it was an entertaining um, challenge to watch, but it did have sort of, like, a feel to it, like, um, like a nihilistic feel, because, like, I mean, Mariah's not going anywhere. Like, she lost, but now she's just basically going to hang out with Kenny. You think that's a general problem with the series? Because, I mean, obviously, like, we've seen one full couple go home now. So there is a certain amount of um, danger involved. Yeah. It's not it's not full jeopardy, is it? Right. And it's like, I mean, it's just like, it's hard. It's, I don't want to, like, think about that as I'm going. And it's hard to judge this twist without knowing where it's going to land eventually, too. And how this is going to all shake out. But I was like, after it was over, I was like, hey, 91, but also like, oh, I'll probably see you soon, Mariah. You know? Because Fessy's not fucking going anywhere. What, yeah. what are they going to give him, like a, a non-physical elimination where he's just not can't be bigger or stronger than him? the other guy? That's not going to happen. I mean, it might have been quite interesting to see him in this elimination. It would have been awesome to see him in this. He Against killed- Nani. And then get. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, but back to the elimination itself, I think uh, Devin definitely, um, you know, nailed it when he said it's been really tense and they haven't even touched each other. Like, who knew a word scramble could that be that entertaining? Mm -hmm. Mm. And also, like, a lot on the line, too, because it seemed like both contestants were well liked. Nani has obviously everything going on with her. Mariah has people in the house that have her back, have her back kind of, but also like people seem to like her. Like there was no like bad guy, good guy. It was like kind of just good guy, good guy. I think you've absolutely, you've kind of nailed that, but also, and you've said it before, it is literally because the other people couldn't help. It was a fair fight. And 
I actually can't remember the last like non-physical elimination where where people didn't get help from the peanut gallery. Mm. So I, I think that's good because even Brian, even if it's a well-liked person versus a hated person, if people aren't helping, it's still really tense because you're really invested in who goes home then, and you're either crushingly mm. disappointed or really happy, which is kind of yeah. the only two moods I have. I'm exhausted. Yeah, I mean. That's all right. Thinking about back to that turbo elimination right at the beginning of the series, that's a, a great example of had it been silent, it would have been really interesting because, like you say, good versus evil. Let's see who wins. Yeah, and I was rooting for Turbo because it was fucking chaotic having him in the house. Do we know if Turbo has released Tamara back to her family, or is she still under? Uh, in, <laughs> no, in he's, he's, he's gone off the fucking deep end since he left. He's like posted some mad shit about wanting seventy-seven wives. And I saw that. That shit sounds exhausting. Could you fucking imagine? Oh my god! In fairness, he probably needs that many wives so they don't get exhausted of him. That's like if that's they were then they'd be you'd that's... be alright. If you only had to spend like once one every seventy-seven days with Turbo, you might just about get away with it. Maybe the answer is Turbo gets zero wives. I don't think I even know <laughs> seventy-seven people. <laughs> I don't think if I could invite seventy-seven people to a party right now. I mean, I definitely they don't. Might, they, might, they might not know who you are or turn <laughs> up. <but> you... <laughs> <laughs> them, yeah. Like I say, I definitely don't know 77 women who would want to marry me. So, no, my God. If does, then fair play to him. I don't even think there's seven. I, I'm one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's 77 men who want to marry me. <laughs> that would be sick. Hey, if that's what you <laughs> Anyway. So many really little chores around are, we all, are we all a bit tired? <laughs> we get fixed. I'm in vacation mode. That's why we're talking <laughs> about 77 dudes in my house doing handiwork. God, that'd be sticky. You just want 77 Horatios. Oh my god, my head would expire. My, my head would twist around like the exorcist girl. I Lauren wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> wants 77 Kims. Just everywhere just like literally like being a targaryen just a bunch I, of I, can share, I would rather have 77 husbands so <laughs> can you make could you imagine 77 Horacios playing keepy uppies with each other the ball would never hit the fucking never hit the grass not one all of their hairs all stay perfect throughout perfect perfect hair all the time is not even that good at football um, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't care, but he's good. You can never mind. <laughs> You'd let him juggle your balls in the garden. There it is. He's Perfect. You man. play keepy uppies with me. But when we're talking about <laughs> and football skills, I'm not convinced by it either. <laughs> His hair, though. Uh, you know, yeah, beautiful, beautiful man. Um, anyway, <laughs> I mean, I've got to have some control, right? Um, You're killing it. Off goes Roxanne. Um, she's she is she said she's gonna keep stay by her ride or die and then leaves. Um I don't know what <laughs> about. She just I guess she just had to get the name of the show in one more time. Um TJ says they hope they'll see Mariah in the future. He knows he's gonna see her in about five minutes. Uh Fessy says she did really well, um, but he's happy his team is staying strong. 
<laughs> which is um i mean he's also saying like i mean he's happy she's, he's quite happy that she she's going home let's be honest um she thinks that bessie's happy that she's going home um and that he only needs her for his game and not for her own tj says he's really happy for nanny and that she looks like her old self again um and she says she feels like she's come back to life um do we think that nanny looked out of form before tonight I don't think she looked worse, and I don't think that she will get better after. Yeah, it's good. Down, it's good to go down there and feel alive again, though. Feel, feel. Remember why you're there. I, I said it in my in my recap last week. I think Tori needs to get down there, or maybe I just didn't. Maybe that was something I didn't write. But yeah, I just did. Yeah, but that didn't count. That was like a stupid <laughs> like balance puzzle game. I think she needs to go down there and like let some energy out. It's been oh, a while. I want Casey versus Tori in a whole bro. Yeah, I mean, get get some fucking get loose I, a little bit. Loosen up your shoulders. You know, like, she's so tense. Casey she's a titan. She's a fucking no, titan well, I screw think, right now. I think Tori would be envisaging Jordan's face on Casey's body, and she might actually have a chance. Oh my god, the fashion sense of that monstrosity would be horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny is me and Casey dress exactly alike, to be honest with you. It's kind of weird. Sometimes she wears an outfit. I'm like, that's something. Except for that weird, like, that weird, like, blue, like, like weird blue shirt she's wearing this year with the red beanie, the weird confessional on her giant hands. She looks like she looks like a cartoon character, like a Disney Channel, like, friend. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about the size of her hands. Jesus. They're huge. They're nice. so big. It's That's so gonna, weird. They'd look normal on Brian. <laughs> they would look normal on Andre the Giant. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, um, Lauren, do you think that Fessy is happy that Mariah's going home? I think he's happy in the sense that she didn't do better than him. I think I think he doesn't I think he truly doesn't feel betrayed I think we've said it before they didn't really know each other that well before I don't think he cares whether she went home or not just that she didn't do better than him so what if she comes back and beats him in the final and takes the money from him that's the end I want oh that would be amazing TV that would be unbelievable TV I mean I I would love to see that how much, George, do we think that this has weakened their team without Mariah? Um, obviously, the gap is back to two, but specifically with Mariah going. Um, it's a good question. No are they are they going to have to uh, nominate a new captain? Do you think? Uh, yeah. Of course, yeah, we're going to have to stop calling it. We're going to have to stop calling it Mariah's team for one. We might actually have to learn the colours. <laughs> Who's the other girl? Nanny and oh, Nanny and Nanny Amber. Amber. Yeah. The only thing they've lost is maybe a little bit of weight. I mean, I'm not saying Mariah's match, but she is a brolic. Brian, I can't believe you've made me say that twice now. Brolicky than um than the other two, but I honestly. I don't know. I think I think she was someone who wouldn't let you down in a team, but she's not going to make a difference to make you win. Maybe. We desperately need endurance next week. 
because that'll be hilarious. I want them to get some, get someone they can put their hands on each other next week. Get a real fucking uh, knock have, them out, drag them out. So if I if I was production, yeah, production, I would <laughs> I would make next week an endurance week to almost guarantee that Jordan's team wins, and then you get you try and do it so it's Fessy and Chauncey in a hall brawl. Oh, that'd be pretty good. Uh, do you guys think we're going to have a, a purge, any sort of purge at any point this season? Probably not until they're back together as Ride or Dies. I mean, there's, it's interesting because in the you know uh, preview for next week, TJ definitely turns up at the house and there was something going on about someone shouting, does that mean they're going home? So I didn't mean, Ooh. I don't know. Like yeah. That could be... Interesting. That, that could be something. Before we get there, can I? Can we talk about Mariah coming back and TJ? Yeah. Okay, TJ. so yes. yeah, that's. I'll, I'll do that bit now. Uh, Mariah learns <laughs> that she's still in the game because you live and die by your ride or die. Uh, you still, mm. she, uh, she still has a chance of getting back in the game and winning one million dollars. He doesn't say a share of one million dollars. He says you still have a chance of winning one million dollars. Um, Ooh, good catch. He won't cry because she says it's soft. Uh, and then she says she's mad at Fessy. So, Brian, what do you think about Mariah potentially coming back? Well, my question is mostly, like, um, what was your read on her reaction? Do you think she was happy about it? Like, we've had <laughs> Kenny, who definitely wasn't, Narice, who definitely was, and then Nelson, who basically found out about it and then got told to go fuck himself. You guys are actually leaving. Like, what... I feel like Mariah gave no reaction, but I don't know if, if that was just her personality. Like, do you guys think she's happy that she's not on her way home? Like, because I feel like there's such like a there's such like a, a balloon pop feeling after you lose elimination, and yeah. I feel like it would be just so hard to get back into the mindset of that game when you're like already thinking about your favorite like takeout spot when you get home. Like, do you? I I couldn't get a read on it. I mean, she she I guess she's conflicted. Because like she says, she's angry with Fessy. And so learning that she could be back in the game, but that being back in the game relies on him and therefore presumably working with him, she's probably a bit mixed emotion. She could just be shocked too. I mean, this is something that's kind of new and it's her rookie season. So it wouldn't be something she had even been able to expect from watching past seasons or spending all day with bananas. So. Yeah, we can say, yeah, not, not even John, Johnny can coach her into this one. Yeah. yeah. I liked um I like that TJ says you can cry if you want to. Yeah. I, I thought it was really nice from like his, his character evolution. And then she and then Mariah says, no, that's soft. I was like, no, you can cry if you want to. Crying's cool. Sensitive TJ. Woke TJ. Woke TJ. Ha, forgot that bit. <laughs> Guys, do we want to know what Levi thinks about this week's episode? Definitely. Absolutely. Yes. More than anything else in the entire world. Shall we listen to two minutes and 44 seconds of his uh, voice note to me then, shall Fuck we? Fuck me. Do it on one and a half speed. Maybe like one minute and 44 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> as long as Chauncey Palmer B lasts in bed, apparently. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he said it. Here's Levi's sexual awakening then. It's me. <laughs> 
dinner with my parents. Um, but <laughs> the lovely Ryan is standing in absolutely brilliantly. So thank you so much, Ryan. And our our pundits, our roundtable of Loza, Brian and the very sexy George are doing an exquisite job as always. But I thought I would check in and just give you my thoughts on the episode. Very brief, but um, very important. So really enjoyed the challenge, if I'm being honest. Um, I like that whole, oh, who knows what it's going to be, but you have to pick your person. Um, very, 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 very surprised that uh, Devon lost a puzzle. And also realised that when she's got someone who's talking to her the right way and is giving her the right instructions, Olivia, very good. Um, I think we saw with Horacio that she wasn't doing too well on the mini final because of the way he was talking to her. But the instructions Anissa were giving, I was very, very impressed with her and Olivia working together. Um, how Devin knows how to shoot a target at glass pane is unbelievable. But I think there might have been some editing. I'm pretty sure they didn't get it right every single time. Um, absolutely stupid, woke move to get Devin to help Fessy, which ultimately cost them. I did think it was a bit ironic um, that Jordan and Mariah lost on the uh, the bungee challenge, given that Jordan could have uh, phoned his old mates, Johnny Riley and Avery, to help him, because I'm pretty sure they won that one in an elimination against a couple of are-you-the-one dweebs. Um, so, yeah, really enjoyed it, I can say. Um, as much as I've given Amber and Chauncey a bit of shit uh, about how, you know, lovey-dovey they are, it is actually really nice to see that. And also really nice to see um, Nanny and Casey. I really like them as a couple. Um, so we get to the elimination. And for absolutely no reason, TJ's wife turns up, which was nice to see. <laughs> lovely, lovely looking lady. Well done, TJ. But absolutely no reason for her to be there other than just TJ to show what a lovely, beautiful looking wife he's got. Um very tense, I thought, the um, elimination. Reminded me a little bit of uh, Ninja versus Laurel in how close it was. Um, and I did like how well Mariah took it, you know, oh, messed up. But, you know, yeah, really enjoyed it. Well done, Nanny. Um, good to see how much everyone loves her, especially TJ. And then finally, the most awkward scene I've ever seen, Mariah and TJ. I think I'll uh, leave it there. Well, it is good to hear from Levi, of course, saying all the things that we've just said for the past hour and a half. Um, <laughs> so, what did we think of the episode? Great episode. Very oh, good. I agree. Great episode. Really enjoyed the it. Last, yeah, the last two have been on point. Yeah, this is a good season. We needed this. This has had much more strong episodes than weak ones. I've been very amused. Yeah, the team switch was a good idea. Mm, I could have stayed with ride or die pairs as well, though, to be fair. I, mean, yeah, that was I don't know if I want to go that far, but... Mm. It's not... It's interesting because I think when it happened, I wasn't happy about it. Um, and I still think I would prefer ride or die pairs, but it's not necessarily taken away from it too much. Um, of course, the worst part about it is the results keep going one way rather than the other because they're too they're back to too clear again. Yeah, yeah. I, this is this is where production does need to attempt to equalize it and give us another challenge where it doesn't matter how many people you've got. Yeah, and, and like, just give us a War of the Worlds two final. Yeah, I mean, also the way it's going to like slightly even it up again 
the other team are going to have to lose another guy and then they will have lost two guys and then it's uneven anyway even though there'll be one ahead so it's you know it's got an interesting dynamic now the way the way that each week's working what do you think two more weeks of teams and then we're going back to pairs and then can you show I was trying to work this out. Was this episode 12 or 13? It's 13. This is 13. Usually the reunion's 18 or 19. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, we got pairs are going to, or pairs are coming back soon. They got to be. You could, you could be right, um, Lauren. Purge or double elimination upcoming then. Yeah, I, I think so. But I think it's right. Are they going to do it before merging or after merging? That'll be interesting to see if it happens. Who do I most want to get eliminated? Fessy. Fessy. <laughs> Nanny. <laughs> Anissa. Come on. You're not you hurt my feelings for on purpose? What are you doing? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Apologies, Brian. Uh, I want Anissa to see. Surely, if Casey gets eliminated, then we'll at least get to see what Kenny's been up to. <laughs> yes, for that reason alone, I want to see Casey again. <laughs> Actually, I'll tell you what I, what I do want is I want Casey, Casey to be in a challenging elimination this season. Mm. Like, give her someone good or give her <laughs> give her either physical against Tory or a four-year-old child's puzzle. Against herself? Oh, or yeah, like against herself. <laughs> a, ask her to finish a book. Um, I... Um, I think I that the very hungry caterpillar. We any book, just uh, ah, really book. hungry. Any literally any book, finish it. Going up against Cover. Kenny's daughter. Go against, go against Kenny's daughter with a blindfold on, and see who can book faster. Um, I think that yeah, I agree with George. We the challenge fans deserve. There's two elimination rounds left that challenge fans deserve, and it's. Horacio Jordan and something like drag him out like some four hour fucking marathon, like physical, everyone's bloody at the end thing. And then something similar, but maybe less grueling for Tori and Casey. Those are the two things that we deserve as challenge fans after last season. And for them forcing Fessy down our throats for fucking my entire life, it seems like. You, I mean, you're going to come back to eat those words when Fessy wins this season and then Mariah steals all the money from him. And you're going to be buzzing <laughs> that we've had Fessy for just for the narrative, the arc, all of that. I would love that just because, and then I would love for Mariah never to come back. And then it's like some, I'm bouncing my grandkid on my lap and she, my grandkid's like, well, who is this Mariah? And I'll be like, well, honestly, don't know much about her, but she won, stole Fessy's money. <laughs> And then I uh, never saw her again. But she seemed sweet, you know? George, remind us, TJ said that that still counts as a win, doesn't it? Even if someone steals the money. Yes. Yes. Hunter Hunter is a challenge champion. Yeah, that's what I thought. So just, she, a broke, just a broke-ass bitch challenge champion. <laughs> shoeless. Shoeless, too. Yeah. So you... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Amazing. Yeah. Tennis, so, yeah, tennis there, Brian. So Faisal would still have a win under his belt, but he'd lose the million. So I actually I I would be very okay with Faisal winning eight consecutive championships, becoming the goat, but always having the money stolen from him. (laughs) Like Lucy, Lucy pulling the football out from Charlie Brown over and over again. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But in this situation, I'd like it to be different partners every time. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, and then one, and then one of them actually is Casey's niece who just takes. Although him. I will say, having Kyle's son decks him in a hole ball. Like they just the two of them just rattled off eight straight, and she just kept taking the money from him. Yeah, and like at the seventh time, he's like, "Can you promise me this time it won't be?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, definitely, for sure, for sure." <laughs> I mean, we're all taking the money from Fessy if we were Mariah, right? Absolutely. How about this? How about the three of us, four of us, or four of us? The four of us break into Fessy's house and fucking rob his ass, and we just steal it. What do you guys think about that? Where are we at on that? Well, now we're giving it away. We can't do it now. <laughs> yeah, but then he won't expect it because it's so obvious. You know, hide in plain sight. Just fucking just, or just gum up to him on the street with a fucking gun and be like, give me your fucking wallet and your PIN number. Right, he's probably all credit though. I he probably doesn't know what to make of the chaos you bring to this podcast. Sometimes <laughs> I'm just let's mix it up. Let's see what happens. Let's just fucking rob Fessy. Challenge. Well, you can see the headline now. Ch- MTV's the challenge star. Faisal Shafat robbed at gunpoint by four rabid fans. More click link here for more at medium.com at Brian Batty. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll have exclusive pictures somehow. I'll be like Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's a menace. All these challenge people just keep getting robbed at gunpoint. And I'm the only one who has pictures of it somehow. Hey, I know. I just thought of when we. I just thought of when we could do it during his celebrity basketball game. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh, feel the change out. No, of I, See, Lauren, you make this joke, but there is a running thing in um, in in England in uh, that Premier League football players constantly get broke their houses broken into when they're playing football. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so, you guys are psychopaths. You, you have stumbled ac- across what is a, apparently a very good idea yeah. that's the most <laughs> English thing I've ever heard in my entire life you guys are <laughs> fucking nut jobs of course that would be like a thing like a, a fucking course yeah, because oh, mate, I, I feel like we got him mate he's playing he's playing football mate let's go break into his house that was the act. most Australian accent I've ever heard yeah. and I hung out with a lot of Aussies I don't know what that was that was bad <laughs> Rather than watching too much um, Challenge Australia, thinking it's the UK series. When does that start? Does that start soon? Your guys' version? I don't know if we have a date yet. Mm, Cool. Maybe it just won't air. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Right, yeah. We should should probably finish, shouldn't we, guys? Um, (laughs) We've got 20 minutes. I'm incredibly tired. It has been um, a pleasure speaking to you guys. Thank you for listening. If you've been listening, if you've made it this far, you, of course, can continue the conversation with us either on our Instagram page at Challenge React or over on the Reddit. We'll always be there. Thank you so much. George, Lauren, and Brian, and I'm sure Levi will be next back next week to gain some control. But until then, <laughs> here's the preview for next week's episode. Chauncey, you already jumped off this building. I, I don't think I could do this, TJ. God damn it, TJ's here. What did I tell you? Stay ready, right? Everyone, pack your. You drive me crazy. If you can't deal with it. This is no place for love. I told you from the time we started. Boys, was I mean they're going home?